0: Punk To episode 142 of the Shattered Order Podcast. I'm your host, goodnight punk, and with me as always is my good friend, Wink. What's up, Wink?
1: Oh, uh, not much. Delaying the start of the show pretty much. Um, I don't know, I'm here. I've been meaning to ask you.
0: I've been meaning to ask you, how is Wink Moves for Better Internet Watch 2019 going so far?
1: If you can tell by looking at me, I'm exhausted. So, (laughs) in other words, slow. Slow. Moving
0: always seems to go slower than you want it to.
1: Well, it's not just that. It's stupid busy with work and also trying to renovate the house I'm moving into. It is just... Yeah. It's going very how many slow. hours
0: in a day do you actually need uh, do what like thirty six thirty six hours in a day
1: work better for you uh that, that would be side? more useful yeah maybe forty eight yeah something like that would help <laughs> uh, make the weekend a little bit longer yeah anything would help gotcha. at this point hopefully soon though I'm hoping to move next month or yeah i think next yeah April we'll see we'll see.
0: Well, then you can have more awesome streams like you did this week.
1: Yeah, because I uh, I went and hijacked one of my friend's internets. Uh, what was really great is, uh, dang it, I left it in my truck, but I have this awesome Yeti Nano, and it's so portable. I can just <laughs> take it with me to internet and then stream. Uh, so I went over there, and I did a live stream of the Darth Revan event uh, where I went, I think it was about a little over an hour, hour and 20 minutes longer. So, um, if you go to it and you're curious about how I beat tier five, uh, I think it was around 50 to 55 minutes in is where I started on the one that actually beat it. Um, so that was pretty awesome. Uh, was able to get him unlocked and stuff. Um, so yeah, that, uh, Live stream was a lot of fun, though. I'll be really excited to actually be able to do that a little bit more often with Grand Arena or you know what other nonsense I can come up with. Oh. Gotcha. So, well, um, you do what? Go. What were you going to say? No, no, no. Go
0: ahead. I had nothing important.
1: Okay. Well, go ahead. We'll we'll <laughs> just do this. Hey guys, what did you do in Swoga this week? Well, um, I came a little premature on this topic, but um, (laughs) I, of course, did a live stream. But uh, one other super awesome thing that I did is I got an awesome mod this week. Uh, It's been a couple weeks since I got one, so I figure... The hell, might as well talk about it. Um, I don't think I've put it on anyone yet. That's... Which is the kind of weird thing. Um, however, it is a crit damage triangle. It is... Let's see. Is a crit damage triangle? Oh, I lied. I actually... Um, I actually went ahead and put on HK. I'm testing... Testing uh, some things on him. But it... It is um the 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 diamond mod, so the defense primary uh crit damage set with twenty-one speed. Um so that is my best uh crit damage uh triangle there. Or the not triangle. My god, I don't know my Diamond? Shapes. Diamond, oh, yes. So it's, it's, it's it's two triangles. It's two triangles stacked yes. on top of each other. It is my second best speed double triangle thing that i have so yeah that's why i'm start calling the diamond the double triangle um so yeah i got that that's super awesome uh it's always great when we get a really nice mod that you know you can stick somewhere and do something with um so that's exciting and i mean unlock darth raven got been using them in arena doing some trials and such uh We're going to talk about that later, of course, but um, he's completely maxed. Uh, I got hung up on the new gear and a couple pieces in gear 11, but I had everything in gear 12 ready to go. And so I was able to get him upgraded and it's kind of fun. What about you? What'd you do this week?
0: Well, I also finished the Darth Revan event. Um, Nice. I got him to gear 11. And then I just kind of stopped. I I bought a lot of gear, gearing him up, and I just decided at gear eleven that was enough, and I would just farm the rest. So I need two carbontes and two medkits to finish him off, and then he'll be gear twelve. And then I'm sure I have all the pieces for that sitting around or almost ready to go. And I zaded him all three zetas because I had I had uh, seven zetas sitting around ready to go, so I zaded his nice. three. I at HK forty seven. I I have not done his uh what? Let's see, let me just tell you which one I did. Okay. And I haven't done the other one yet. That's what I was about to So ask. I did the loyalty to the maker, uh where enemies okay. with protection up can't
1: gain turn meter.
0: I don't have the when HK uses an ability during his turn, deals twenty five percent more damage if the target has death mark or fear.
1: I did that one So first. I don't have that one yet. I I actually did that one while doing the event. Um, that well, I, I really like that Zeta, I really do.
0: Well, you know what's funny is you can't. One thing that's really sucks against Darth Revan if if Yoda ha- doesn't have protection up yet. If he uses his battle meditation, he'll get his thirty five percent turn meter before he applies battle. Uh, protection up to himself so that Zeta does not prevent that. So that's, I found that out afterward. I probably would have done the other one first if that were, I knew that was the case. But once he gets it, he pretty much keeps it unless you dispel him. So after that, it's fine. But in in those first beginning moves, it really, it really hurts. So, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, that's a new one. I got Basil Zeta. I thought it was, I thought, I think it's good. Um, We'll talk about this when we get to our main topic about Darth Revan and my painstaking week with him. But uh, yeah, I got a, I got the whole team, at least the main three te- of the team ready to go. And now it's my hardship is figuring out what I want to do with the rest of it. But yeah, something else I wanted to mention. There's a team in Grand Arena and... Uh, there's a team in Grand Arena and... Territory Wars I've been wanting to try. Not Territory Wars, because they don't have 3v3. Grand and I wanted to try, and it's the Karth, Ordo, and Gamorian Guard team, right? Because I I always wanted that team to try it. Well, I have Karth Zated, and I have Ordo, both of those dudes at gear 11, and of course I have my gear 12 Gamguard. So Indeed, I finally man. put those three on defense uh, this last round, and it's hilarious because Darth Revan... Darth Revan, HK, and uh, Bastila only took one shot from the guy I was fighting, but Karth, Gamgard, and Ordo took him three shots to get through. Yep. So. Crazy. I'm just saying. I like the team. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to. I mean, all that gear spin on Gamgard was worth it just get, for that. get the right? most out I mean... of my Gamgard.
1: <laughs> What's that? That's awesome. Uh, that. Uh. Uh. I'm brain dead. Um, the, the gear you spent on guards <laughs> already paying off. I mean, that alone makes it worth it, doesn't right? it?
0: Front zone. I might move them to the back zone because at that point, once you get to them, that yeah, might no just kidding. be a really good back zone team. So we'll see. Yeah. I might switch it around on the next round.
1: You, you may have to add that team to your 3v3 sheet.
0: It has been on there forever. I just was it was untested, so oh, now really? it's tested. With and I'm continue to recommend it. Yes, I changed it really? when I did the update from Juhani to Gamguard, oh. and
1: I I I'm did not notice it. that. So nice, very nice. It is
0: now approved. It is a good defense team. So there you go. That's pretty much it for me. I'd all all Revan all week. That's pretty much all it's been. Along with, you know, all the normal stuff with Grand Arena and territory battles and all that good fun stuff. So
1: Yeah. Um, one thing I will be discussing next week that I'm super excited about. Um, was it the third tier of the Jedi Master event? You have to get her mm-hmm. stars in territory battle, and this Sunday will be the territory battle that ends that for me. So I will complete that. I will finally get my little Yoda Portrait that I can put on my little profile. So I am pretty pumped. I will certainly be telling you guys how excited, how exciting that is come next week.
0: (laughs) Gotcha. Yeah. Well, that'll work. I like it.
1: Indeed. All right. Let's move on to this. Always in motion, the future is. To the calendar, we must look. Man, calendar stuff. Uh, some interesting and unexpected things. So, the login character for the month of April is B2 Battle Droid, and I,
0: I, I'm I just confused.
1: <laughs> I it am
0: too. Was it who? Who was the? Who was the login during the month that Gigi got reworked?
1: Uh, Wasn't it B2? No, it was... um,
0: I... No.
1: I I wish I'd
0: looked this up. Here, I got you. I'll find it. I can't remember.
1: SwaggaEvents.com. Hey, there you go. Swagaevents.com. If you don't already check out that site, highly recommend it. It's great. Um, login characters here you go so l337 was l337 yes droid so, so
0: let me break this down before we start talking about b2 a little bit we're gonna, let's go back into it so November of last year Gen- general Kenobi was the login which signaled the clone Wars anniversary and the bonuses in <laughs> territory Wars uh December was ewok Scout which signaled C-3PO being released. Ewoks needed for the event. In January, Slave 1 was the login, which was the return of the Millennium Falcon event, was a required ship for the event. That wasn't a return. That was when it came. Um, L337 was the signal for reworks of GG, B2, and IG-100, with marquees for B1 and beat Decca. Sith Marauder, last month in March, HK-47 rework. Darth Revan added to the game. And now we've got B2 Super Battle Droid as the login for this month. Now, it could mean nothing, but for the last almost six months, it's meant something. So I'm really unsure of what's going on with this login character.
1: Yeah. Um, man, I I don't know. I, I don't have the foggiest clue. Um, I I kind of wonder... What if they reworked General Grievous, pissed everyone off because General Grievous wasn't what people were expecting, wasn't as good as they were hoping, released Darth Revan to kill off Jedi Knight Revan with the key piece to General Grievous's team coming in April to then be competitive with Darth Revan?
0: That... Is an interesting idea, Um, especially since B2 is, you know, separatist, which would feed into the clones, and uh Clone Wars I, cartoons and everything, and possibly making a summer out of Clone Wars.
1: And B2 oh, is yeah. essential to the General Grievous team. I mean, B2 is like uh, Fallen Bastla for Revan. I mean, he's, if you're running the team, you basically have to use him. So... I don't know. It's interesting. It's very interesting. My
0: other my other thought, and this yours makes a little more sense, I think, though I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what one makes more sense, but maybe, just maybe, since they reworked HK-47's leader ability and kind of knocked out the viability of droid leaders, maybe they did that knowing that in April we were going to get actual droid reworks for the rest of the droids that are old in need a rework
1: Ooh, that's that's an interesting point yeah
0: and maybe just droids in general become a thing or I even mean, just something you can use in grand arena and territory wars more readily than the way they are now
1: i ig 86 ig 88 are ba- basically worthless i mean what do you do with them it's nothing now because the only reason they were good was because of hk's awesome leader ability so it's gone uh so I do think that there is some credence to that theory.
0: I would love it. I mean, honestly, even if it's not an arena team, I would like to have another grander, another team that's just decent enough to be a territory war offense team or defense or a grand arena offense, defense. You know, just kind of bring that synergy together. Or maybe they'll just rework Lobot and give them him as their leader. Yeah. Because he's already got leadership synergy. So it'd be cool if they rewind him a little bit, made him you viable. I don't know.
1: What about this? Okay. All right, I'm ready. We got Grand Arena in December, I believe. That was the mm-hmm. last game update. If you look historically in the past, they do that a lot of times. Uh, you know, November, December, there'll be like a new game mode. So we had territory battle one year, and then you know, this year we had Grand Arena. And then it's like March-ish, they'll release some other sort of content, like the Sith Raid um, last year. So, we really haven't got anything besides characters. What if B2 Battle Droid is hinting towards a new TB map? And leading towards um the or the transition into uh like the clone wars era of swaga. Okay, so I think there's definitely a lot of credence to that for a couple
0: of reasons. First off, the last thing that was added was PVP, and most of the time they've been flopping back and forth between adding a PVP new PVP mode or version of an old mode to a new PvP thing back to a PVP so many letters. P-V-E. PvE, is up next, is what I'm saying. And then if you look at the platoons, I'll just go into this because we kind of got it here in the notes, but I didn't. We didn't mention this uh, last week. I don't remember mentioning it last week. But TB platoons are getting an update for both dark side and light side territory battles. So starting in April, uh, phases four through six will no longer take new characters in them. Thank God. And it'll be static just like phases one through three have been for a long time now. And all phases one through six will be static and you'll know what's in them before the TB even starts. So you can plan around that and get all your guys knowing where they're going to put their guys from the very start of the TB. Basically to me, that kind of opens it up again to a more competitive new TB that they put out where those things are back in there for all phases one through six instead of Only half of the old ones. So platoons might suck a little bit for a new TB, but I think that's probably to be expected. But they just did that to the old ones, and I think maybe that was hinting towards maybe a new TB is coming. It'll be one through six will be like the old four through six was for all phases in the new one for a while until it's three or four months old. I don't know, man. I think that's a pretty good uh, idea there. Maybe it's the Geonosis Arena one. You never know. That'd be cool. And you know what's the thing about that one that that makes so much sense is because a lot of people have been talking about, give us a TB that's both di- dark and light side you can use both in. And it, what better place than an arena where both were fighting?
1: That's a good point.
0: So, and it's Clone Wars. And I personally think that coming up throughout the summer, we're probably going to see a lot of Clone Wars stuff leading into the final season of the clone wars. Yeah. So
1: Cool. Know. That would that would be exciting. Um I agree. So other things on the map I said map I meant calendar. Um so there are <laughs> four territory wars and four grand arenas this month. So that is a lot of uh PVP action going on. Four grand arenas in a month. I mean that's basically no downtown no downtown. My god. Downtown,
0: downtown. right. Downtown. <laughs> <laughs> Keep sorry, it going. Sorry. <laughs> um <laughs> I don't know the rest.
1: So for territory war, we're gonna have uh vanilla and then special bonus two times in a row, and then Grand Arena will have five V five, five V five with ships. 3v3 and 3v3 with ships so uh, very exciting stuff there
0: yeah this. I don't remember I know they probably have had 3v3 with ships but we didn't do it this month I just didn't remember that that was actually a thing
1: you can leave, yeah.
0: you can leave ships out of my 3v3 and I'd be okay with that but
1: it's a I total different
0: ships. matchmaking pool with ships in it because of the extra GP and how it matches you up. So it kind of puts you against different people versus different people in three V three plus ships than three V three normally. So that's a good point. Because someone's got, you know, 300, 400, 500, thousand more GP in their ships than I do, but all mines in my characters, then I'm not going to fight those guys, you know?
1: Yeah. And, uh, uh, Something else, you know, as far as ships. I like ships in PvP because I have a huge advantage in ships having the Falcon, obviously. I, I don't think I've lost a Grand Arena using ships since the Falcon's been out. Um, I've still, I, I've only lost two battles. One to Tash and one to uh, Skelterix. Um, one 5v5, one 3v3. And I will say this. I suck at Phoebe. Three v three. I'm terrible. Um, the, the, this <laughs> I'm past one so like, did better at me. It. I, f- I love three v three. I hate it. I hate it. Ugh! It's I hate it because I'm bad at it. It's not that I hate it because it's dumb. It's because I suck at it, and um, I need to pick up my three v three game. One thing I have figured out: stun teams are a bitch. I mean, they're. They're so frustrating because the like uh, a five man team, you can you usually have a healer in that team. It's cut. Ki- it's kind of difficult if you have like a tanky team with stunners on there. This last one, I spent like four battles getting through this stupid Bosk Boba uh, Cad Bane team. because I couldn't kill him. I-, I was stunned the whole time. I was like, come on. It was very annoying.
0: Uh, I was just reminded of something from my grand arena. And uh I I'm getting old because I'm forgetting things. Hey, oh. first first comment. Stun teams are super annoying, especially when you only have three people going. Yes. But the second thing is I completely I my opponent cleared my board in the last Two hours of our grand arena, and I had cleared only like two of his at the top, and was going to do the bottom two. If I saw him attack near the end, and he attacked, and I got busy, so
1: nice. I ended up losing. Oh, <laughs>
0: sad face! <laughs> I'm so bad at like keeping up with time. Like that's oh, part of the reason I got... why
1: I try to do them as early as possible. Because if I don't, I will forget and just miss it.
0: Yeah, it's three thirty. Is when I'm like, oh crap. So I went and looked, and I'm like, oh, I lost. Of course I did. Yep. So, eh, whatever.
1: But Indeed. Uh,
0: Yawn break. Uh, let's see here. So that, there's this is interesting, right? So every single week of the mo- this month, there is a Legendary or Journey event. So Chewbacca comes back April 4th. R2-D2 comes back April 13th. BB-8 and RGT come back on April 20th. And April 27th, Jedi Knight Revan returns again. So for all those people looking for Jedi Knight Revan, it seems like two to three months is going to be how often he comes back, just like everyone else. So if you didn't get him the last time this month, you've got a chance to do it again. Now, something I wanted to mention, and it kind of pulls into our um, territory battle talk, but that is April 23rd. Also, this guy's birthday <laughs> is the anniversary of guilds. And we're talking about new, new content possibly being announced. Well, I was th- thinking, you know, what better time in the game for them to announce new guild, uh, a new guild event or a new version of an old guild event than the anniversary of guilds, which is April 23rd. So my question to you is... Seems like a pretty decent possibility, right, for a time frame for an announcement for something like this.
1: Yeah, I totally agree. It'd be perfect timing.
0: Because yeah, that's it's 3 years since Guild came out on April 23rd. And so it would totally make sense for them to celebrate the 3rd year anniversary one of the best features ever implemented into the game, right? I mean, I if people are out there playing now that did not play at the beginning, let's see here, September no, yes. There was like eight months of this game where you were on your own. You just oh, played yeah. this game on That's your true. own. And it, guilds are such a massive part of this game that it's hard to imagine this game without them at this point. You know what I mean? So it's a good thing to celebrate, I think, because it was definitely one of the biggest things they ever added to this game to make it what it is. So totally agree. I'm hoping we see some... Some kind of territory battle map announcement or even a new PvE game mode before or near that time frame. So we'll see.
1: Yep. Uh so there's another point that you mentioned here. It's really important. Every week is basically has a legendary event. I mean, there is it's a full calendar. So the good thing about that is we we can safely assume that we're not going to see any new legendary journey character or anything like that this month. Um maybe we'll get a marquee or maybe we'll see one of those uh chase things galactic chases Yeah, I think that's what they're called. I don't know. Well, those things come back galactic chase. Galactic mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, whatever tongue twister. Um Maybe we'll see one of those come back or something along those lines. Um, that would be cool.
0: Now, something interesting also here with Galactic Chase. Uh, Emperor's Command Shuttle, the first Galactic Chase, is now part of the uh, ship packs or basically the yeah. Chromiums for ships.
1: Not digging so, it. So
0: I'm starting to think that maybe the first Galactic Chase for Palpatine ship was the only chance to get it as a galactic chase. And then after three weeks that it's been put in this pack, we're going to see it drop on the table somewhere just as a static uh, farm. Yep. That's kind of my guess. Why put it in the pack if it wasn't going to be, you know what I mean? So I think they're kind of going to use galactic chase, like a ship marquee type thing.
1: Yeah. Oh, not even a
0: marquee because you don't get to play with the ship. So, but I mean like, maybe is the way they start implementing release them
1: yeah
0: a releasing of ships so
1: would not It'll be interesting me. because
0: we de- we hadn't heard anything about galactic chases coming back at all and now we've got one dropping in the ship chromium pack so i don't know man i kind of would like to have seen them come back more than become a farm yeah cuz at least you could farm something else while you're farming that and it made it more rewarding that way But maybe that's the reason it only comes around once. So now, if they do this, people will realize that, hey, I only have a chance to get this to 7-star while farming something else once. So they might end up spending more crystals trying to get it to 7-star in that one galactic chase time. So maybe that's the idea here.
1: Also, maybe it didn't do as well as they expected, and that's why they're sending the ship out in chromiums. Who knows?
0: Might be. I mean, I like that ship. I like both the Galactic Chase ships. They're awesome uh, to have in your arsenal for deeper fleet battles and uh, PvP, where you need ships that do certain things. Um, yeah, I like to use them, especially when you're fighting against the the Houndstooth. That's everywhere. It really helps with the, some of those battles. Yeah. So.
1: Um. um. So, B1 and Droid Eka are also now in Chromiums, which is awesome. I want some Droid Eka in my life. Um, I love that droid. So awesome. You know what's weird about that is that B1 came out, what,
0: was it two weeks before Droid Eka? And then they drop in Chromiums within three days of each other? I thought that was kind of weird.
1: I think they were announced around the same time.
0: Well, they were announced, but the events weren't. I mean the events uh-huh. weren't at the same time. Yeah. They were either two weeks or one week apart. I can't remember.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I think they care but. more about when they announce it. Um <laughs> anything else you want to talk about with the calendar stuff? Um, I think
0: that pretty much covers all the uh calendar and dev post stuff that we had this week.
1: So alrighty. Strong with us, this update is Young Padawans. Well, uh, this was unexpected. I didn't expect Finn's leadership rework to drop this week. Rework yeah, just randomly out of nowhere. It's Finn's leadership's yeah, those... reworked rework.
0: All right, so I wrote down what the original rework was and what they changed it to in our, our notes here. I'm going to bring up the newest one on the stream so that people can read through it while we do
1: it. Okay. Um. It is. It right, is interesting.
0: Ah, so, uh, here we go. Changes are in green if you're looking on the screen. So let me talk about basic... Basic crack shot. So this is the first ability for Finn. Uh, The original rework that they put out that we talked about maybe three up four episodes ago was deal physical damage to target enemy. This attack deals 20% more damage for each time the target has been struck by it. So 20% with no cap. Every time he uses it going up 20% in damage over and over and over for as long as he's alive, right? Well... They changed the ability. They've dropped it down from 20% down to 10% uh, addition every time he uses it, and they maxed it at 100. So now this thing does not ramp up forever. It just ramps up to 100% more damage than its original. Um, So huge cap on what you can eventually do in a raid with him, in a raid phase with him on that. um, The only thing that did go up damage-wise, is they changed the upgrades on abilities to go from 58% more damage up to 65% more damage. So they added 8% more damage through abilities. So that 100% Seven. damage... But yes. Oh, I was thinking 57 for someone. Yeah, 7% more. And so that 7% more will actually help with that 100% damage a little bit more than what the number looks like. It just won't scale forever, so... Something in there was part of that broken loop. Had to have been for them to max that out at a hundred, but yeah.
1: Yeah. Damage Agreed.
0: there not gonna be as high as it, it's gonna be. Um special one. Hold the line. So let me bring this up on the screen here. There's the final text. So basically, uh What's new? What was new in the old rework is the same for this rework, and that is all resistant allies recover 20% health and protection. Finn gains advantage up, defense up, taunt, and determination for two turns and dispels all debuffs from all allies. Determination is whenever a resistance ally falls below 50% health, determination expires, and Finn taunts for two turns. If that ally was taunting, it's dispelled, and determination expires... Finn gains Retribution for two turns. So nothing in that ability was obviously causing any issue. Um, I still think it's funny that he gains Taunt for two turns and Determination for two turns. So the only way someone else is going to be hit is if he's Dispelled or someone else has Taunt. And that's the only thing going to trigger Determination. So it feels almost like an ability to keep Poe safe. But it's still... It's weird that those two, both Taunt and Determination, have the same amount of turns that you gain it for.
1: A little odd.
0: Yeah. Uh, special 2, Takedown. So this is his second special, the one that used to stun and expose. It is now deal physical damage to target enemy, expose them for two turns. That was the original, only the stun was had a percentage chance on it. But now it's, there's no percentage, just expo- it's just stun. And stun them for one turn. This attack deals 60% more damage for each time the target has been struck by it, doubled against raid bosses. So this one also had no cap on the amount of damage it could continue to climb to. And it did double damage against raid bosses. So I have a feeling that this one had a big part of the uh, issue in the raids, especially with him resetting his cooldowns if he's in the leadership spot. Um, So they changed it from 60% more damage uh, with each attack to 50% more damage and then capped it at 500. So Mm -hmm. it's not capped at 100 on this one. It's capped at 500, which is is pretty good. And I can say this, that I ran the RJT team in the Heroic AAT raid today. So RJT, C-3PO, BB-8... Um, Finn and Resistance Trooper, and this ability was hitting for well near two hundred thousand at the towards the ends of phase. Yeah. So this one does scale damage really quick. It's almost like Wampa in a way. Um, yep. It's pre- it's it's pretty awesome, and that's without the cooldown reduction and doing it often. If you had his leadership doing it, because he was under RJT lead, so the only cooldown was. Res- reduction was the fact that he was going so often from the exposes but you still had to wait so i don't know what the damage could have climbed to but i know towards the end of phase two when i was using them he was hitting close to two hundred thousand. so very nice i like the ability i like the ability it works good now i can and i can totally see why they took away the ability to uh can totally see why they took away the ability to double it on raid bosses because 400,000 hits to the raid boss every time, continuing to go up with each time he used it with no max gets out of control. Especially when you're gaining that much turn meter. But would I have been okay with that? I totally would have. But I can see why <laughs> they didn't.
1: Yeah, I so. agree.
0: Finn's leadership got a lot of changes to it as well. Um, And I think i think they're a little better than they were to be honest and i'll tell you why okay um better than what the old rework was not better than the original leadership ability but better than the old rework was it still doesn't take it still doesn't take a turn meter from the entire other side team but if it did that would be great yes make it <laughs> that's what that's what would have been okay with me So, here's what the original was. Resistance allies, the original rework, before the reworked rework. Resistance allies have 60% defense, offense, potency, and other allies have half that amount. Each time they damage an exposed enemy, all resistance allies gain 3% turn meter, and the target enemy loses 5% turn meter for each resistance ally. And their cooldown, or damaging an exposed enemy, also reduces resistance allies' cooldowns by 1%. Um, so now what it is, is resistance allies have 60% defense, offense, potency, and other allies, half that amount. If an enemy is damaged by a resistance ally for, this is the important words here, for each expose on them, all resistance allies gain 3% turn meter for each resistance ally and the target enemy loses 5% turn meter for each resistance ally, and their cooldowns are reduced by one. So, if they have one expose on them when you hit them, you get that once, right? They got two on them, you can double it all. You get three exposes on the person you're hitting, now you triple all those bonuses. So, there's now a way... It's not just a set, this is what you get, and once... So, basically... If you have a full team of resistance, that's what uh, 15 percent turn meter for resistance allies. Yep. If you have two, if you have two exposes on them when you hit them, now you're getting thirty percent turn meter to every resistance ally instead of just the fifteen which it was before. Now it's based on how many exposes are on them. You can also reduce cooldowns more than once. So if there's three exposes, yours. Reducing everyone's cooldowns by 3 instead of the 1. Um, I think that's a good good change to what it was. Because before it was just set on the 1. But now it's based on the amount of Exposes. And that's actually what the Zeta is now. Is for each ex- instance of Expose, you gain those bonuses. So, a little bit better than it was before. Still not the old one. But I think it's going to be better off this way. Than it was the old way. What do you think?
1: Yeah, it's gonna be better, but... I still can't convince myself to put the Zetas back on.
0: I... <laughs> I haven't done it either. Yet. It's not a priority, that's the main thing. Uh, but I do think it's better than the other rework was. Now.
1: Yeah, I... I don't know. I don't know. I... I, I'm irritated about the, the real question max is stacking damage. Let that keep stacking.
0: Now, the real question is, how are you going to get multiple Exposes onto them without hitting them? Besides maybe Poe. And, you know, Poe's yeah. about the only one I can think of that would do it without hitting them. So that's the only way right now that I could see the getting multiple Exposes on. So besides... I was going to say under RJT, the lead that a uh, resistance trooper can do it on basic, but then you're not using Finn's leadership. So that's completely different as well. So I don't know how practical it is, but it is better in theory. We'll see how it goes in practice. Cause I don't just don't see where you're going to land multiple exposes on people besides Poe uh, with his taunt. So Yeah. Uh, Bedor says three PO on his basic is another one.
1: Yep, I mean that's so, bait. You know, it's basically has to be a non-contact, non-damaging ability in a way. Um, in order for that to happen, so good luck.
0: There used to be with his old leadership though, uh, in longer fights, not necessarily PvP, but maybe territory battles and things like that. Or, Grand Are- or Galactic War for newer players, this might still be decent because in a lot of those longer battles, if you're reducing pose cooldowns and continue using that taunt to put more Expose out there, people on the side that you're not hitting can end up with three and four Exposes. Yeah. And then if you take a moment to pop those ones, you can get all your turn meter back for the team, move to a different one, pop them, and continue moving it around in a circle, kind of like the old leadership was. So... It may end up being okay PVE-wise. It's just not going to be the the uh, PvP cheese that it was in the past. Yeah. So,
1: and don't forget that BB-8 you know. can call in, uh, you know, an assist. So with BB-8, you know, like on a mass attack or something like that, you know, you will have opportunities to gain turn meter with him. And that's... Mm-hmm. Th- that's kind of interesting actually because BB8 is arguably the most important most important resistance uh character just because i mean what he does really changes the way the teams work i know 3PO's good and he has just really changed the way raids work but uh BB8's kind of the core um it would be nice if uh and C-3PO is kind of meant to take his place in a way but I just have an issue running Resistance without BB-8 it's hard to do That that's what yeah. I liked about the old Finn Leader ability is you could run it with Rebels or you know you could run various things without having to worry about BB-8
0: mm-hmm yeah it'll be interesting We'll to see where this goes in the future. He de- right now he definitely does a lot better as a damage dealer under RJT like we talked about before because that damage ramps really quick especially in raids. So I uh, see him being someone that people are going to use a lot more often as a a sidekick to RJT.
1: Yeah. So uh one thing to uh, I've had several people ask me about modding on Finn if it's better to go with offense or crit damage. I love double check, but I'm pretty sure that crit damage is better even under an RJT because, you know, under RJT they get the 30% crit damage, but the 30% additional crit damage isn't quite enough to generally sway things towards offense. But even though he has the stacking damage, which, uh, you know, if it was like, I say it's because there was a screenshot I saw earlier of phase three being soloed using a Zeta Luke Skywalker, you know, gun Luke Skywalker, like farm boy Luke. And he has a stacking crit damage, which means you would actually want to go with an offense set bonus on him because he has that stacking crit damage. You want the initial number that you're multiplying by to be as high as possible. But here with uh, you know, Finn, it is stacking damage, which means damage across the board. So it doesn't really matter if you crit or don't crit, uh, that crossover point, you know, like on the chart, say you have your crit damage set, and then you have like your offense set, wherever they cross over, that's gonna stay the same when you're just multiplying the damage or, you know, whenever characters get like an offense boost. Uh, you know that doesn't necessarily make offense sets better than defense sets. That's it's the it's the exact same, but um, you know, st- ad- additional crit damage is the thing that can change which one is more uh, viable. Hopefully, I explained Makes that sense. well.
0: <laughs> I understood it. So the. I think that's pretty much it for Finn's rework. It's just, it's interesting what they've done with it. I'm not totally sure that what it's going to pan out to be in the end. But I still think, as an early game player, if you're going after resistance to make sure that you can get RJT. No, no. no. Resistance are used for who? Kylo? Not Kylo. Who am I thinking of?
1: BB-8. No, that's First BB-8. Order. BB-8.
0: No, that's First Order.
1: RJ, Resistance are used for something, aren't they? I don't know.
0: Why Why am I forgetting this?
1: I have no idea. They probably will be Maybe at some not. point if they're not, though.
0: Give us that Snoke. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, that would be nice. Bring it on. Yeah. Um, So whenever I read this leader, Billy, like a lot of times I can kind of read it and leader ability kind of get an idea of the things that are moving and stuff and that's part of the reason why i want to go ahead and just zeta the damn things because i'm just having a hard time figuring out what all is going to be happening in a match it just it's it's hard to imagine you know just thinking about it so i kind of want to zeta it and test it just so i'll know but i also suspect that if i do that i will be like well, kind of sucks, and I regret that decision. Because <laughs> um, Finn's not a leader. Have you seen the movies? My goodness. Um, maybe we'll get something. He's just he's he's a runner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And man, that's something else. We're gonna be getting more resistance characters later this year. We know this for a fact. Um, so if you can get by without the Finn leader bully and just make use him to make one resistance team or something, or maybe use his leader ability without this or use Poe or something. Yeah. I I think you're better off saving that Zeta because I seriously suspect that we're going to be getting an even better resistance leader later this year.
0: I have a feeling we're going to get a lot more content with this last movie coming up. It'll be interesting coming into those movies november december or movies to the movie november december especially since right now we still don't even know the name of it and what's going on Good so
1: point. been some leaks yeah, but we will see only a matter of time yeah is there like any biggie ev- there's not like a big event coming up where they might release a trailer is there because they usually how, how often do they star use-
0: wars star wars uh celebration is in april i believe
1: that's a good point yeah so i'm
0: pretty sure that's probably where we're gonna find out about it that's a good at point this point i could see that so
1: cool yeah they may also still be filming who the hell knows
0: <laughs> oh man i don't want to hear that because that makes me
1: even more worried as you but should be whatever
0: <laughs> exactly
1: all right you want to move on to this next topic Or do you have anything else to say about What's-His-Face?
0: Uh, no. I guess we'll talk about that moving forward if we ever do it. Or we'll have someone on to talk about it.
1: Sounds good. Since everyone loves a good
0: poll, let's dance through the results and see what you thought this week.
1: Alrighty, these are a lot of Darth Revan-type questions, which will take us right into the main topic of the show, where we will do a little bit of discussing of Darth Revan. But um, I need a drink of water, so why don't you take us off? <laughs> What's it called when like, you're on a plane and you ta- take off? That's what, never mind. Carry on. I'm going to
0: do whatever he was trying to say. So I'm going to take us off. Take a... Oh, man. Okay, first question. How does Darth Revan measure to your expectations? The answers were basically much worse than expected, worse than expected, about as expected, better than expected, much better than expected, and I have not gotten a chance to play as or against Darth Revan. So the majority of people, 40%... Hold on, let me... There you go. The majority of people, 40% of people, have said Grand Admiral Thrawn is waiting, about as expected. So a lot of people just feel like he is right where they expected him to be. Um, the next uh, the next two sections, at 16%, makes perfect sense. Right on either side of that is worse than expected or better than expected. So some people are seeing... A little worse than they expected, and some are seeing better results than they expected. And then the other 17% of people said they have not got a chance to either use him or fight against him, so they really have no frame of reference to answer that question at all. Um, but if you go on to the much worse or much better side of things, You got about 10, 9% of people say much better than they expected and only a small 2.6% of people saying much worse than expected. Now to answer this question for myself, I would put it right in the mixture of as expected or worse than expected in my opinion. And that is only because all my experience so far with mine has been negative negative. And not positive. So I know I'm probably not completely using this to its potential. And that is the problem. But right now, I in Arena, I have been two and eight using my Darth Riven. So anytime I got it to work, the next time I did it, completely different scenario. Nothing went as planned. Did not go well died and lost it's it to me so far this has been nothing like Jedi Revan when he came out for me because Jedi Revan it would have been the opposite eight and two I was winning versus the losing this dude obviously has a much bigger either has a bigger learning curve to use him or all his pieces are not known yet and it's not working the way it will in the end but for me right now I am I'm just not I think it's good. I think it's... I've seen it be good. Just for me right now, I'm not impressed. So...
1: Hmm. I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I, I... I am in the, uh... Uh... Slightly better than expected. Um... Mainly because I, it's better but different. I don't know how to explain.
0: It's, it's definitely a different... Playing him is definitely different. That's for sure. Yeah. I think one of my biggest issues also is the fact that right now all the best teams using him don't have... Well, the ones that I've seen that have done well don't even have Sith Empire as the third, fourth and fifth people. Like, it's yes. not even a full team. It's just... Throw two random other characters in there that will make the battle go your way, and then there you go. I'd much rather see the synergy for the team work with the other Sith Empire to gain all the bonuses from the leaderships and everything else than this mix-match whatever with a journey tune that everyone worked so hard to get. I don't know.
1: I I like the mismatch currently because it... That fifth character can really change depending on what teams you're fighting, and I like that. Um, I'll, I'll talk more about that here in a bit. But.
0: To the to uh, Etc's point in chat, saying I was able to beat Darth Revan's team every time I tried, but maybe they weren't at their best yet. Well, everyone is definitely beating mine because the last two days, the only two days that I left him in on defense for a day... I fell all the way to 75. So.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa.
0: <laughs> people were fighting me, and even if I was defeating them in defenses, people kept fighting me and beating me. So
1: so we'll we'll talk about this in the main topic about the modding and just general strategies for the team.
0: So sounds good. We'll keep moving on here. Second question was, how difficult was the event compared to your expectations? What number on a scale of 1 to 5, 5 being the hardest, what would you have given
1: it? Uh I would say probably a 3. Um I got through it with less gear than I thought was going to be required for it. Kind of part of the problem what I say problem. Part of the reasons probably because my HK and Bastle Jean Fallen were almost maxed. I mean, they're I kinda had them ready uh by this time, so wasn't that big of a deal.
0: Yeah, it's uh here's a better question. And then we'll go back to the answers to this question in particular. What do you feel like the gear level needed for this event was to beat it?
1: strong 10 to 11. Like a mixture of a couple gear
0: 11s and some gear 9s.
1: Yeah. Well, I think I did it with... Hell, I can tell you. I did it with two gear 12s, a gear 10, and I believe a gear 9 and a gear... I know you
0: geared some of them during the stream. I did. Did you not? I
1: have not done any more gear since. So, Candrus was gear 7. Juani was gear 8, Karth was gear 10, and then um HK and Bastoshan Fallen were gear 12. So I feel like gear a
0: mixture of gear 11s and gear 12 or gear t- 10s would probably have been fine. The fact that you had two gear 12s that probably had some yes. gear 12 plus pieces on there probably helped out with the lower gears on there, but I think Somewhere between gear 10s and 11s was probably right where the gearing for this event was. I went with all of with gear 11s and I still had trouble with phase 5, but that was only, I think, because of figuring out how to do it. Yes. Once I figured out exactly what was going on with that droid at the end and what I needed to do to keep him at bay, it wasn't so bad. But trial and error getting to that point was fun, I'd say, actually. But it was kind of frustrating. So if you go off what the community said for the difficulty of this event, event 44.2% of the 154 responses said um, a three. Yep. So right in the middle. Second highest was a four with 20, 29%. And then the third one to that was a two with 16%. And then the next was the hardest at a five. With 7% and 5% said a 1. I, personally, I feel like because of my gear, 3 is a pretty pretty good spot for it. Um, if I had yep. lower gear, I probably would have made it a little harder and moved it up a few. But being gear 11 on all my characters and gear 12 on HK made it uh, fairly simple once I knew what was going on. There were some battles that took more than one try, like, the 5th and the fifth and the 7th s- oh, yeah. were the hardest for me, but the rest of them were one-shot. So, I don't know. It, it didn't seem that as hard as I thought, though it was more difficult than the other journeys, I think.
1: Yeah, it was definitely more difficult than the other journeys because, I mean, there was actual strategy to it and everything. I don't think the other ones really had much of that at all, really. Uh, but the, the event itself was, you know, as long as you were kind of strategic about it and you know, mod your characters properly, I think you're fine. And like I said, I was able to do it with two of my characters basically being worthless. So, um, yeah, I was (laughs) pretty happy about that.
0: For sure. How about the next question? What do you got?
1: Uh, Next question. How has the release of Darth Revan affected your place in Squad Arena? So the largest, I mean, there were two chunks. There are basically thirds, over thirds of it. Uh, The biggest chunk was the 57 people, 37% of total responses that said, I have stayed about the same and I am higher than top 20. The next big chunk of the pie was 34%. said, I have stayed about the same and I am top 20 during payout. So, I mean, that's... You know, 60, 71, what, 71.5% basically uh, of those people. And that, that's kind of where I'm at. I actually I, I actually do quite a bit better is not finishing, just how far I drop. And it's a huge time saver. This The best thing about Darth Revan is within a minute and a half or so, I know whether I'm going to win or lose. It's a huge time saver. I don't have to spend five minutes doing a battle. Um, I don't drop anywhere near as far, which is super convenient. Uh, I mean, I was getting smoked there for a while. And I think it was just because, you know, these teams have just become so similar. And I do have a mod advantage over a lot of those in my arena. There are a few that have even just more stupid mods than I do, but... my my focus on mods has certainly helped me in arena and um you know so that's that's been good um what were there any other responses that you found interesting
0: (laughs) I, i one interesting the one i'm hovering over on the live stream you can see the the third highest chunk is 10% that says my arena rank has fallen and I was able to unlock Revan.
1: Yeah, that's so. interesting. Um, I don't
0: fall quite as far with Jedi Knight Revan in there, but I'm guessing that's because no one's targeting me because I just looked in my top 50. There are four Darth Revens, So I'm positive if I mine is in there and someone sees it and I leave it overnight, it'll get targeted.
1: Yeah, people like testing it. And you said you have all three so, Zetas on Revan, right? Yeah. I don't. All three Zetas on Revan, one on
0: Bastila, and one... Just the one on HK so far.
1: I have the two on HK, I have the two Uniques on Darth Revan, have not done his leader ability, and I don't have the one on Bastila. Right. You well, probably have no idea what I just going said. Going into, into this next question...
0: Yeah, you said you don't have the one on Bastila. Oh. <laughs> I heard Ba and La, so I, I filled in the blank there. I
1: can my, pretty much guess which My one internet's which is. being terrible, in case you can't tell.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's all good. So going into the next question, Darth Malak, how will he be released? And if you don't know, spoiler alert, after you complete the final stage of Darth Revan event, we are giving a cutscene that has Darth Malak in it heavily implying that we may get one last KOTOR character. What is your expectation on how he will be released, not your preference? So how you think he'll be released, not what you want, how you want him to be released. And as we've talked about before with this this idea that Darth Malak would come to the game, 32% of people said marquee of it. That is what the belief for Darth Malak will be. Why it was a little easier for us to get Darth Revan this time around if you plan for it. They're thinking that maybe Darth Malak is the guy, like I'm talking about, that comes in and saves the day, making this team just even more uh, dominant than it is currently. Yeah. And uh, second and third answers are uh, legendary release. said, let me just say this. Okay. I don't think they can keep up this legendary slash journey release cadence that they've had for the, like the last six months. If I'm a betting man, I'm betting we're not going to see another legendary or ancient journey or journey until the next star Wars movie comes out. That's my guess Hmm. because they've done one almost every month. For the past six or seven months. Six months. Four months. There have been a lot of them. Have Way they, more than any other year in the past.
1: Have there, though? I mean... Okay, so we have... Chewbacca,
0: had... C-3PO, Millennium Falcon... Oh, I forgot about 3PO. And Darth
1: Revan. Yeah, that's a good point. There's a
0: ton of them. Way more. And the most... the At most we've had in the previous years was... One to two within a month yeah. or two of each other. And then there's a silence... So, for me to think they've released that many so far this year or within the last year that it's going to stop eventually and I feel like it's going to stop now.
1: Wait, hold on. That's just Are you saying they you hope they don't do that anymore? I would
0: like a break from panic farming, yes.
1: Um, no, no, no. No, 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 no. The panic farming was before all the legendaries. I don't want that again. That was terrible. If
0: you. If I. If there's five months without a legendary, I can go and gear the teams that I want to, like Ewoks and things like that, that and play the game the true. way I want to, instead of being guided every single month to gear characters I don't want to gear anymore. Like, I'm tired of KOTOR. Send them out the door. Let me go gear oh, my well, bounty hunters that KOTOR. I've been waiting to. Yes. Let me go gear, you know the random grand arena teams that I want to try out and put them in there and try them. Let me do that for a while and stop making me gear up and farm these characters that aren't my, what I want to do, you know, but I have to, to keep up, you know what I'm saying? So that's fair. Please let it be five months before the next one. That's all I'm saying. That's fair. The last one is 13% saying new event type that we have not seen previously. I could see that one too. Although I don't know if it would be not seen previously because what if Darth Malak was part of this new TB map? I would hope not because that would mean the TB might end up being nah, themed that way. No
1: way to make money so off So let's
0: just, let's hope not. Uh, and then the other two with 11% was new raid character. We don't need another KOTOR raid. Galactic chase release. So we've only seen ships in galactic chases which makes sense to me, but people have talked about a Malik ship as well, so I don't know. We'll see.
1: Um, My my thought on this is I think every legendary character has basically ended up having a marquee character that makes them better, right? Say that again? Hasn't every legendary character or ended up having some sort of marquee that makes them better or some other, some other difficult to get character that makes them better. I mean, because we had Bastla and Jolie, we had, um, let's see, there was, I don't know. I was say, I don't
0: that. know. I can't think of any for your point to help you make it because for me, like Yoda, no, not that way, but that was the first one. But if you go into like Chewbacca, there's not really anything that hard there.
1: Han. Um, well, you already got him. You have No, to, no you don't know. need Han to get Chewbacca.
0: You have to have bounty hunters. Well, no, not so not maybe, to get him, but, but
1: to make him good in arena. To make them better? Yes. Well,
0: even then, just so RJT, there weren't any there.
1: Well, BB-8, you know? but See, then again, BB-8, you had to have to get her.
0: Yeah, that's fair. and then like... CLS there weren't any really there you know mm. so I don't feel like that's, that's necessarily true I,
1: I guess I'm I guess I'm thinking uh, more I guess last okay. year because they had uh, the Emperor Palpatine lead or the rework of him and Vader and then we ended up getting you know Scion and then you know all that stuff after
0: yeah I mean, Treya definitely, but Treya wasn't a, you know, a legendary or journey character. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. Uh, There's some other responses. Sith Raid boss could be, or I don't know, something new. Grand Arena reward based on finish. Hybrid of legendary journey requiring both Revens. Grand Arena reward, maybe. Um, Legendary, yeah. Zelda time trial mode where you break pots with Wampa. I like that one. That's my favorite.
1: That sounds fun. I love Zelda, so I would love that.
0: <laughs> and I love Wampa, so t- too good. Indeed. Now, if you didn't know, days before Revan came out, they announced that Revan used two new gear pieces that were never in the game before Darth Revan. Uh so the question is here, we'll talk about that a little bit more <laughs> when we go into the Darth Revan section. Yes, but new gear. What is the best explanation of why we got a new type of gear? Sixty-six percent of people said EA has to meet their bottom line. Ding
1: ding ding.
0: Because winner winner chicken dinner, eleven percent second highest vote said uh they wanted to give different type of bonuses. Uh they wanted to t- like one of the gear pieces gives the uh, health steel, 5% health steel. Yep. Um, a few other things. So, I don't know. We'll get into that a little bit as we go here.
1: What? Uh, two new gear pieces. One thing that they did say in the announcement of those is to ease the gear on, you know, uh, Carbonis and Cuffs and stun guns which I would not mind at all because you're still going to be collecting those from the raids and stuff, and I suspect they won't be adding this stuff to the raids. so it would be nice if new characters, you know, kind of started using this other stuff to allow us to start backgearing characters to some degree. But then you got to get the new crap, so...
0: See, here's where that doesn't ease anything because now I'm having to farm these specifically with my energy because they aren't available anywhere else. That's true. So it's, you're adding variety of what you need, but you're not getting it anywhere else. So now you literally don't have that thing and you either have to buy it or spend your energy farming it. And you need 50 of each of them to build even one. So I don't know. Maybe that, I new, hope these get added into. Uh, yes. The new that would TV be perfect. Map. Yes. No, And one last question here. Login character for April's B2 Super Battle Droid. Expectations for this month's theme 45% have said no specific hint to a theme. Maybe not a faction but both sides of the oh clone wars, sorry. Clone wars, maybe not a faction but both sides of the conflict. Second highest was droid ships. IG2000 was pointing to something so maybe this is pointing to towards more droid ships and the third highest was droids fans want zero 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 and BT one we already have HK 47 I think those are Dr. Aphra's droids
1: I was gonna say I um, don't know who those are
0: yeah I think they're at Dr. Aphra's droids so there you go some say new TB General Grievous will finally get a rework again General Grievous rework in coming. take two separatist capital ship uh droids to be good against darth revan general grievous capital ship sith capital ship until b2 sh- i was thinking sith capital ship until b2 showed up so yeah no. last question from the poll now that our long history lesson is over what would you like to see in upcoming releases characters ships level and gear boost pve events pvp events Guild events, new territory maps, or something completely new and different. Highest vote went to guild events, new territory battle maps with 61%. Second place goes to PvE events, so new heroic battles type events. Um, Third place went to something completely new and different. And fourth place to new characters.
1: Uh, Man, I want to see Grand Arena more expansive grand arena a record it's not that difficult to do a record come on
0: you know what i like that too but i don't want to see pve next or pvp next it has to be pve next so we can see that later on but this next one if it's not pve i'm gonna have a problem
1: so that's fair i mean sith raids over a year old now like get on it time for something new well not to mention
0: we were talking about this in our officer chat today if you the only place right now to use your roster that's not autoable for everything else is PvP and terror or like arena and territory wars. Because you are you really that's don't true. mess around that much in territory battles. So I need they really need to put something in the game to make you a place to use your characters more often. Yep. And uh I just really need something to play around more that just doesn't punish you necessarily as much as going into a territory war with a team you want to try getting destroyed and realizing you, you hurt your t- your whole guild. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah.
1: Um, the, the thing I still want to see is like that freaking mortal combat column, like a endless galactic war you just fight and fight and see how far you can go. Oh, it'd be awesome. <laughs> it'd be so awesome.
0: Like a horde mode. That'd be pretty sweet.
1: Yeah,
0: I agree. All right. So then the last question is what types of releases do you find the most fun? Skywalker movies and related Canon expanded movies like rogue one and Han Solo expanded Canon like clone wars and resistance uh and rebels video game content like kotor and battlefront or i want legends universe content i.e the books and all the stuff that came around before disney bottom and made it non-canon i'll tell you what if they continue to give us amazing battlefront content like jerry bring on the (laughs) battlefront content let's just
1: keep getting adding more jerrys into the game Indeed. I can't can't disagree. Uh, so the Skywalker movies are the ones are the releases I find most fun, but once I actually sit and watch the movies, the expanded movies like Rogue One and Solo, I enjoy more. Um Yeah. That I like re- I, I like
0: I like the expanded canon universe as well. I know you haven't watched a lot of it, no. but there's so much in those In this Clone Wars and Rebels and Resistance to pull from for the game. And a lot of stuff with really good stories to it that's not in the game. That I think anything from the Clone Wars time being put in this game is going to be awesome. So there's a lot to pull from. Well, That's my biggest one. I like the expanded canon universe. The
1: Mandalorian I am excited about.
0: Oh yeah. That is going to be freaking awesome and i will Super be excited
1: stoked. to discuss it as well <laughs> for sure yeah we will
0: that we will
1: um all right writing comments uh i i if Besten is unavailable to whoever wrote this i will be your co-pilot um I don't know who wrote it. I wouldn't be surprised if it was good old Maurice, but you never know. Uh Let's see. A counter I a
0: counter for every time Wink says
1: indeed. Indeed, that would be awesome. <laughs> um Needs
0: more cowbell. I'll make sh- maybe if I had a cowbell just knock it every time we make a point.
1: I don't have a cowbell, but I still have that little this guy <laughs> i
0: have one of those old <laughs> t like model t horns that you push on the yuga horns that just pushes air through the side oh uh, yeah like an
1: air nice i'll just bring that in here those are so awesome um <laughs> oh okay here we go uh I was sad to hear that I shouldn't expect more Chicken Erotica. Please tell everyone that they can listen to it on episode 70 about nine minutes from the end. Thank
0: you. <laughs> you go, everyone. Thank episode you for 70, doing the grunt work. Nine workforce. minutes from the end.
1: Uh, yes, enjoy that. One person wrote in they want to see us live stream on YouTube as well. That's where I did my live stream this week.
0: Here's the thing when wink gets better internet that might be able to happen because i can only stream to one thing at a time wink can stream to one at a time as well so if once his internet's good we can probably stream to both um at the same time the only problem is i hate splitting the chat you know what i mean Uh, so we'll see we'll see what happens
1: if y'all have any good suggestions um we are open to them. In fact, you know what? This is a good time bring this up. I was going to talk to you about this before the show, and I didn't. So I'm just going to surprise you with it now. Uh, next week for the podcast poll. We haven't done this in a while, and I've been wanting to do it. Um, we're going to do a poll that is basically just a show feedback poll. Um, I want feedback on what segments you guys like, what you want more of, what you want less of. Changes you would like to see to the show, improvements, whatever, any sort of feedback. Um, We're going to do that next week for episode 143. That'll be our poll. We probably won't discuss it on the show, um, but, or those specific answers, we may throw something else in there as well. But um, it's been a while since I did one of those. It's really helpful for us to hear feedback. Uh, You know, we have a spot like that in our Discord channel. But it's nice to send out a poll every now and then and really get some good feedback and ideas because that is always helpful. We've, you know, every time we've done that, we've gotten something that really helped the show out. So um look forward to that next week. Uh If you listen to the show, I know there are a lot of you that listen that don't do the poll every week. Uh, we would really appreciate if you guys would try doing it next week. Of course, I will put it in the show notes, but that would be awesome.
0: Sounds good, man.
1: All right. Um you ready to do this next thing? I am ready. Mm. If I was a swugger character, how would you mind me? Oh, it is time to discuss some Darth Revan. Import- All right, so I wanted to start out before we
0: actually went into Darth Revan and talk about the event. Okay. Uh, one thing that was introduced with this legendary event, which was very helpful for people like me and you that know nothing about <laughs> Oh yes, uh, KOTOR, mm-hmm. they had a lore tab. So anytime, if you could click on characters, important characters in the uh, battles, and they would have this tab up underneath their name that if you clicked on it, had a paragraph or two, about that character and how they interacted with Revan and how they were important to the story they were telling in the journey event. So that lore tab was really cool. Uh, I really think it would be cool if they had something like that on each character's page where you could click on it and maybe add a couple paragraphs about that character and who they are and what they did and what, why they're in the game, basically. Uh, these, that lore tab is, to me... It's a window into something that could be introduced. Could be introduced. Don't know that it will be. But for game overall, uh, getting That'd to know cool. some of these characters you don't know. So I thought really that was cool. really cool that they put that in there. Yep. Totally
1: um, agree. Yeah.
0: say so not. It wasn't as hard. The event wasn't as hard as I expected. But I wrote this in here. I'm still happy with the character gear levels. I grinded. Like I said, Karth and Ordo, I always wanted that team. So getting them to gear 11 for this event wasn't a big issue. Uh, J- uh, what's her face? Johani, uh, I've used her in uh, just, I used her in, this is the team I used in Grand Arena to get a win. kai Jin, Anakin, Johani to get a tank in there with them. That team did awesome. It was nice to have a gear 11 Johani with the health on there. To be a good tank for that team, just to me for me to get out the damage to beat a very poorly modded uh Ewok team. So, yeah, worked out really well.
1: Very nice. So,
0: so all the characters that I have in there: HK Bad obviously happy to have geared them up. Yep. Ordo and Karth happy I geared them up, and Johanni will make a nice random throw in tank for certain teams. So even though it wasn't as hard as the gear 11 needed, uh, I was, I'm totally okay with having those guys geared up for sure. And then I said, awesome storytelling for the event, though there were parts that made no sense to me because maybe it's cause I don't know the story, but it seemed all the way up to the end or the tier six and seven. It just seemed like Darth Revan was still Jedi Knight Revan fighting for good against Sith. And it seemed like at the end, it just kind of switched around and suddenly he was the Sith Master. And I don't know what made him the Sith Master, but suddenly he was just because he beat some other Sith Master. I don't know. Overall, I think the story was pretty good, but I just never understood where the flip for the character was because reading the reading the lore tabs and le- reading the intro to each tier, up until that, when she was he was fighting to get Badstilla back, it seemed like he was fighting to get her back as a Jedi, not as a Sith lord. I don't know. Yeah. So it was kind of hard to follow for me, but it was still good. I don't know. What were your event impressions? I
1: I, I like the event. Um it was fairly challenging, which is always good. Um I thought it was about right as far as um you know, difficulty and such. Actually, I don't think it was too difficult. Uh as far as yeah, my yawn break, um, no. As far as uh, the story itself, I'm kind of with you. I didn't fully understand everything, but from a lot of people I've talked to, it was um it it was very nostalgic, I guess. You know, was it's what people expected they they liked it. Um, uh, or at least all the people that I've seen, you know, they enjoyed it. Um, reminded them of Kotor and everything, so that's good. Uh, that's kind of the idea. That's what these, you know, this was kind of for those people that have played it and like Reven. So, uh, I'm glad that people got what they want. Yay! <laughs> Give me a Jedi Luke, please.
0: Yes. Give me that event. I want to watch yes. that journey. Um, That's how I feel about Jedi Luke. (laughs) That one was kind of (laughs) sad. It was a a little disappointing on the horn honk there, but I get the
1: point. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Indeed. So, like we said, the other thing was this new gear, the, uh, the Cryotech Shock Prod and the Cryotech Battle Computer. The weird thing is that these pieces... Each one required the exact same salvage. Is there another piece of gear that requires the exact same salvage, but are two different pieces?
0: Not that I know of. It's just looked around a little bit. I couldn't find any. What confuses me is exact same pieces for two different pieces of gear. You know what? would have made me happy with this. And it would have been weird. It would have made it weird from the standpoint that it's not a mod. But what would have been cool is that when you're applying that piece of gear, if you got to choose which one you were putting on. You know what I mean? Like you're using the Holy same crap, pieces, I so never if,
1: thought about that. What what if you So if Yeah.
0: So what if you were like, okay, on gear seven I need one of these and gear eight I need one of these? What if both of them you picked uh the battle computer instead of a shock prod and a battle computer? Or you picked shock prod twice. You know, it'd be cool. It's just another way that you could kind of mod your gear, your characters in a way. Now, this would be permanent, obviously, but it would be interesting to be able to do that. The permanency is probably why they don't do that. Probably. I thought that would be really, really interesting.
1: It's just a weird decision overall, honestly. I I mean, you could have easily just made another piece and let these two... Be one of these, and then you know, done the other one with like these two, and then throw in some piddly ass white gear or something to make the other piece, rather than having to them the exact Right? Thing. Because it's odd. They both take fifty, so you need a hundred
0: salvage to make one of these. It would have made more sense to me to require like the fifty salvage and like three 20 mark three, uh, hollow projectors to go with it. Or, you know, just the kind of stuff that usually goes with those types of things instead of two batches of 50 of a salvage, because that's gear seven and gear eight that this is on. And that piece to farm it out would take just as long as some of those gear 12 pieces or gear 11 pieces that you're farming. Yeah. You know, I thought in those lower gears, the time spent to get to the next gear level for those is supposed to be shorter than the later stages, but yeah, it's pretty rough. Yep. So, I don't know. Well, Ran thoughts on this random implementation. Uh, it did not, it, it surprised me that it actually was a thing, but it did not shock me that it happened. It surprised me that it got put in. I wasn't shocked at what it was that they put it.
1: Um, if that makes sense. I wasn't shocked about the new gear. Really? I that, I just, whenever it happened, I was like, that makes sense. Um, It was just the...
0: Okay, that doesn't make any sense to me. Because the way you said this the day it happened and the way you're saying it now makes it sound like you're like, oh, I knew they were going to add new gear into the game. No, I mean, I didn't. You had to have been surprised they were adding gear to the game.
1: Well, think think about it. I mean, uh, how... Like, they're always trying to make money off these new characters. And... We haven't got any new gear levels. We've been getting the top tier gear for a while. Um, I think a lot of people that have been beating stuff for a while, there's a good chance that you can have a lot of this stuff kind of saved up. So how do you detour people that have saved up everything, all the gear for a character? Okay.
0: I think you and me are thinking the same thing about this. But you're not saying it the same. I don't think you were shocked that they did do this. But I don't believe for a second you weren't surprised when it happened.
1: Uh, What's the difference? They're like, randomly,
0: a day drops. What's the difference? Okay, you weren't shocked that they did it. Meaning, when it happened, you were like, okay, it makes sense that they would add this. The fact that it happened on that day... To say you weren't surprised that it happened on that day would be ridiculous because then you'd be a mind reader, or you'd be a future reader and knew it was coming. No. I think you were surprised it happened. Yeah, oh, come on. There is no really. way you knew this was going to happen. I, I didn't know you it. I Whatever. didn't know it, but I wasn't surprised. You were not surprised. Yes, you were. Okay. <sighs> so you went and you were like, let me go look through the game news. Oh, look. There's two new pieces of gear. Saw that coming.
1: I didn't say I saw it coming. I just found it not surprising. So, so let me surprise. give you an example. Let me give it's, you an example. All right. It's
0: not surprised. That's so you weren't shocked. You weren't shocked that they would do that. It's not. But you were surprised when it happened.
1: Not. You were surprised not really. To see it happen. I was like, up oh, there. It is.
0: I don't. You're. Whatever. I. I so
1: sure, th- this is semantics. You have never
0: once, ever, never once on this show mentioned new gear pieces. On old gear levels. That doesn't mean so that I wasn't surprised. surprised. Let me
1: give you an example. Um, last year, the sultry female threw a surprise birthday party for me. Okay? I didn't know it was coming. But...
0: So you were surprised.
1: But I was kind of like...
0: You're, you were surprised. No, Nothing you're going to say is going to convince me otherwise.
1: Whatever. All right, let's let's move on to (laughs) something else because we're arguing about the definition of surprise. This is not exciting radio. Um, all right, so let's move on to Darth Revan, Team comps, and arena. Um, I I tell you what, I I am just so surprised that he is as good as he is in arena. Are you? Say that again.
0: I I don't I, find him right this moment that amazing. So I am not surprised at all.
1: <laughs> Whatever. Um but in all honesty, um th- see that's a good example. That that's an example. You didn't know he was going to be good in arena, but you're not surprised by it. What? Right? You No, because I knew he was coming. You knew he was coming. You didn't know he was going to be good in Arena.
0: But I'm not surprised by it, because I figured that's the case. Just like you, here's the very same difference. You knew Revan was coming, so it wasn't a surprise. And you're not shocked that he's good in Arena, because surprise, we all figured he would be. You figured that they'd add gear eventually, right? But the fact that they did it at that time is the surprise. You weren't shocked that it happened. You were surprised at when it happened. I mean, I don't understand J-B- the hard concept.
1: Jay Bissell understands. We'll carry on. Um, all right. So, Darth Revan. We got Darth Revan. Yeah, and here's the thing that bugs me, and the uh, reason this
0: is an argument
1: every time something happens, you're not surprised.
0: Every time. It's like you're a mind reader and you see everything coming. <laughs> You're not shocked at things that happen things happen and you get surprised you're just not shocked for behind the, the reason they do them it's it's very simple. I don't understand how you're not understanding this
1: i, I am I am doing a google sh- Google search real quick uh, uh, listeners, I am sorry that our show has come to this for, for but this what? is where we're definitions? at definitions
0: okay. whatever I don't need to know Webster's definition of two words that are very simple okay. That, I'm talking about implementation of the word. The Whatever, let's talk about darth. Oh, uh, hold on.
1: I go, I googled shock or surprise going. difference. Shocked is usually a negative thing, a sudden piece of news that makes you sad, angry, or upset. Surprise can be a positive or negative piece of unexpected news, a surprise birthday party, a sudden meeting with someone you have not seen sometime. This is the main difference.
0: I don't see how any of that dissuades my point. If anything, it would further prove it, but I'm not going to talk about this anymore.
1: So Darth Revan, Bastla Fallen, and HK. Uh, For me, that was kind of the starting core on where I wanted to start building building my team. Um, And like I said, for me... uh, God, what are the names of those unique abilities? Um, Oh, villain. Villain, conquer, leader. Those are the order in which I would Zeta um, uh, Darth Revan's leader abilities. Not leader abilities. Zeta (laughs) abilities. Which, Which one was the one that they said in the
0: dev interview they recommended first? Was it the one you're saying? I have no
1: idea. Um, I'm going
0: to go look that up because I'm curious.
1: Yeah, villain is the one that equalizes the health when falls below 50%. So th- this one is obviously really good because it allows him to be more survivable. However, by putting this Zeta on him, there is a change in the way you want to mod him versus the way you would want to mod him without this Zeta. And because without this Zeta, you want maximum survivability with this Zeta Health becomes more important. Now he does get the health bonus from Bastila. So eh, might change a little bit more or less. However, with this Zeta, I think that putting health on him, slice six dot health primaries become super important. Uh, It's, it's, uh, (laughs) chat's entertaining. Um, (laughs) uh, My God, where was I going? it's really going to change because you're going to want a larger health pool to give you a bigger target to land in at that below 50% uh you know health mark um to help equalize cuz he he can equalize as many times as possible um which is important uh joker asked the main difference between max survivability and max health well health is just health max total survivability takes into more th- more things like Protection, generally defense, but defense isn't really important for this team because of the way they get stacking debuffs and they lose the defense and such. Uh, So I'm generally just talking, you know, prioritizing health versus health and protection. I don't particularly care about protection on Darth Revan, honestly.
0: I looked it up and the recommended Zeta, they said first the devs was Conqueror, which is the one where um, enemies can't assist or attack again if their attack is targeting
1: Darth Revan. And
0: I think so single single attacks
1: only. That one is more important for directly countering Jedi Knight Revan, but I think as a whole of the character I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. No, yeah, I think uh, yeah, I think I actually agree with that. I think that's what I told somebody in chat actually. Was conqueror than villain then leader. Um yeah. I think yeah, one of my biggest problems there.
0: with that the equalizing Zeta is that once they break you down to protection sh- health, if you don't have a ton of health on them, he's never gonna equalize because more than likely they're just gonna take him down before he can ever equalize anyway. Yes. Which is how those of ab- which is how those abilities I don't even know how this became a thing for this character, considering characters like um what's the red dude? The Royal Guard. Remember, he was such an awesome tank back in the day when there was no protection because if you drop below 50% health, suddenly he's taunting. Well, suddenly when everyone has protection and is hitting like trucks, this dude never taunts because once they get to the the health, they're going to kill you and not keep you at under 50% health. So it can happen, but many times, especially against a really stout Yoda... Yeah, he's not going to sure. drop you under 50% health. He's going to kill you, and you're never going to equalize your health. So, I don't know. It's a good ability, because it can happen all the time, but odds are, if they're unless you're just really stacking health, which is why doing that on this character is something you should think about, is that if he's got no protection left, and they just eat through your health like that, he's never going to equalize. So,
1: Yep, and he he only has you know just under twenty eight thousand total protection, which is not a whole heck of a lot. Um, he definitely needs some survivability, but the if I recall directly in that dev interview, they suggested actually with um, Basil Sean Fallen being the fastest character. However, man, I I'm hard pressed to not make Darth Revan the fastest character, uh, just because. He, his first ability, the, um, let's see, the insanity. So it's the one where he inflicts fear on the target and the leader and it cannot be resisted. So if you go first with Darth Revan, the enemy leader isn't taking his next turn or is using a basic ability. So that is really, really crucial. Um, as far as, uh. You know, just being able to get that off because if you go before the enemy Darth Revan, then obviously you don't have to deal with that issue. Um, You're not going to go before the enemy Jedi Knight Revan because he fast. Um, You screwed there. So, w- essentially, you're playing on putting that down for the second turn. And the nice thing about that Conqueror Zeta is it logically doesn't make a whole hell of a lot of sense to attack Darth Revan first and put um, Marked on Darth Revan. Which is where the idea for that R2
0: and BB-8 team comes in with a fast R2 exactly to stealth it on there. The only, th- the only problem I've found with that is that suddenly Yoda's taking the second turn doing an AOE taking you down and then doing a special and killing your Darth Revan. So that's happened every single time I've tried that team. I do not use the R2 team because of that reason now.
1: So there are several team comps as far as. So building this team starts with Darth Revan, Bastila Shan Fallen, HK47. From there you have I mean this is like the new triumvirate. So you start with those three and then you want to build from there kind of depending on what um, kind of depending on what you want to build towards. And the team you're talking about is with the BB-8 and R2-D2. And naturally that will, it's pretty easy to let R2. I mean, he's almost guaranteed to go before the enemy Darth Revan. Uh, for those of you that, Are not sure how to calculate this. And make sure. If you take your R2 speed. If you're using that team comp. Say 3 droids with a BB-8. Because he gives 8% turn meter. uh, At the start. For each droid ally. So that is a total of 24% turn meter. If you take. uh, R2D2 speed. If you want him to go first. Divide that by 0.76. Which is 76%. That is the amount of turn meter that he needs to fill up to go. So you divide his speed by that, and that will get you the speed at which he will be taking his first turn. And you can use that to kind of set up your turn order or to make sure that you're going before whatever character is that you want to go before. And, you know, that's essentially how you would set that team up. All right, so I was just informed in chat
0: that the idea is not to stealth everyone but Revan, but to stealth everyone but R2 and basically sacrifice him, which gets the team going. So I'm doing a battle right now and giving that a try. So we'll see how it goes. Okay. But,
1: yeah. Uh, I think there are merits yeah. for both methods, um, and there is modding strategies involved with using this team because uh, R2-D2 is going to... Select the uh, healthiest character as far as health and protection combined to put the foresight on and leave unstealth. So you can manip- take into account the unique ability from Bastila Sean, on Darth Revan, wherever you're trying to calculate this. If you want it to auto work on R2-D2 to where he stealths everyone else besides himself you're really going to have to work towards putting a lot of protection and stuff on him because that 70% health bonus from Basil Sean is a hell of a lot and the two of them get a pretty significant amount of uh, you know, health because of that. So keep that in mind. How is your battle going over there? Let me there? just
0: give you a look at how this is going. Not well. Not well at all. I killed Yoda once, they're all still alive, and they're all going to destroy me.
1: So. so, the problem with that team is, once you take out whoever it is, and this is why the uh, the strategy that I've seen was actually getting it on Darth Revan, because like you said, the leader, or the uh, conquer ability prevent. Ugh... doesn't prevent me from yawning but it does prevent uh others from mass attacking onto darth Revan, right so um that'll go and then grandmaster yoda he will go and he will do damage and you'll get hurt and all that stuff but if you can survive until turn two essentially that's the idea you have to be very survivable and that's that can be kind of a problem with him uh because you've got to be able to um make it into did you win or lose i won nice see and they clutched it all right that that is one thing that darth revan does do is once the tenacity ups gone once the buffs are gone that's when the team gets really good uh the other team that's what i think malik will do that's what they're missing, is that dis-
0: dispel. Because if you can get that tenacity up off of the other team, especially Darth Revan teams, then you're going to be a lot better off. But right now, it's 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 obnoxious when they have that tenacity up. So if you can outlast it, then you're in a good spot. Not to mention, they the three main unique characters, the unique synergy characters, they gain a lot of health back. They fi- they find ways to stay alive. It's just when they're taking so much damage, they end up losing. But if you can get to the point where they are better off and longer in a match, then they can win. But it's just getting through the initial onslaught for me has always been the hard part, especially with tenacity up.
1: And uh, you know, as far as this team, also the other thing you're talking about getting rid of the tenacity up—that's what HK47 does. The problem is you would have to get him to go before, you know, you'd have to set him up to go before, say fallen Bastla. And if you want to set up a turn order team here, BB eight doesn't matter. R2 D2 fastest. And then, uh, take HK 47's speed divided by 0.46 and probably try to make that one, make that number like one higher than Bastla Sean fallen. um, the only problem might be your best of Sean Fallen is not going to go before the enemy Darth Revan. Your HK-47 probably isn't either because it's kind of slow, but if, you can, if you're able to make that work, you might have a chance as setting up a turn order team. One thing that I was doing because I liked the turn meter removal was I'd set up a team that, Was basically using HK47 R2 D2 and also using General Grievous. And it was set up so that HK47 would go and then General Grievous would go. The problem was, I couldn't get HK47 to be fast enough to keep him from getting, keep him or someone else from getting marked to allow him to throw out Nasty up and then let General Grievous come and do his AOE that removes 30% turn meter. If you're able to do that, you kind of get an opening. I tested against the team that had a much slower Jedi Knight Revan where I was able to make it work. And the opening was awesome. Uh, But my God, it just fell so flat because rather than giving the Jedi team the tenacity up in the beginning and they get the buffs and they get started where the tenacity up starts to dissipate and then Darth Revan comes in strong with the fear and the corrupted battle meditation, all that stuff. That's when the team gets dangerous. But when you, when you prevent the tenacity up and stuff and it gets delayed, I'll be honest, it ends up not going well. That was my experience. At least, um, I didn't do a ton of testing on that team. Um, you know, they it was okay it was okay. there's potential there. Um but part part of the problem is going to be you're not going to outspeed the uh the Jedi Knight Revan, which is kind of the idea of what we're trying to talk about here. Um but the uh the BB8 strategy is really the only way to go first. So, that leads us tonight sisters. Um I I was testing zombie and DACA because my thoughts, my, this was whenever I had a gear eight Revan and he was God, he was just dying all the time. It's like, stay alive, dude. Um, <laughs> so I was like DACA will help revive. Well, 35% revive, not a great chance. Um, it takes them a little while to get rid of DACA and not the a great zombie, percentage. But, but, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like 35%. Uh, not, yeah, not good. Um, and once you get it going, it's it's just it didn't really do well. Like I said, my Darth Revan was gear eight. That could have something to do with it. So that might saw so potential. I may test it again later, but um, uh, it was okay. So then the other thing was, uh, people were talking about using Talzin instead of Daka, and I can just tell you this. I used that team the first
0: time I tried it. I did it four times. It won the first time, lost the other three. But if she gets the plague off on her first move, that match, the first one I fought, was over in like 40 seconds. It was qu- super quick because they were going so yes. often that that plague was just destroying them. And oh, four yeah. of them died instantly from plague On my, so it was that that was nasty. The only problem is the other three fights I did, Revan marked her first. And then when she finally got to take a turn, she couldn't do the plague because cooldowns were increased. So,
1: yeah, that's I
0: needed to get my Talzin faster, but I I was running it with what I had on her, which was okay, just not great. And so maybe it would have been better with her a little faster, but man. That one, that one has some good. Uh, that one also has some good um, possibilities with it. the uh, The other one I've seen is Nihilus and Scion. Sion. Uh, Sion. Yes. Sion, I think is a really good one in there, just because of the fact that the AOE dispel, which is what I feel like the team totally lacks right now. Uh,
1: that I agree I with. Think that's so. I have had almost Sion is a good no luck there. with Scion. Um, so the mother Talzin team, I, you know, is pretty good, but it's pretty easy to counter too. um, you know, if, if you take out Talzin, I mean, Jedi teams just flood out a lot of damage quick. The problem with Sion for me was he doesn't start with his revive and he dies pretty quick. Um, I mean, he gets marked and he's done and You know, whenever I'm thinking about to set my team, I want something that's frustrating on defense that creates problems on defense. And you know, having you know a big easy target like that just doesn't work real well in my opinion. Because once Sion's gone, you're really hurting on the team, and he literally did nothing. They can take him out before he does anything at all, and you can do nothing about it. If that's done. You're kind of in a rough spot. Um, So uh, I have kind of settled on. I do like Darth Nihilus in that last spot. And Darth Nihilus is really good because he does multiple things. He gets rid of debuffs. Or sorry, buffs. He inflicts debuffs passively. He can increase cooldowns. He has stacking health. He's awesome. So, I am currently using Sith Trooper as my fifth with Darth Nihilus. And the reason I'm using Trooper is for multiple reasons. There are a lot of Darth uh, Darth Revens in my arena. So, I think the number of Darth Revens in your arena changes things quite a bit. Because the more that there are, the more you have to think about the fact that, well, they can't ignore taunt. Which means they have to, um, you know, a fast Darth Revan is going to have to put fear on your Darth Revan and Sith Trooper. It doesn't give them an option. And that's really advantageous for you because that still frees up Shan Fallen to do her Crippin' Battle Meditation, to do fear, the fear AoE, which is really important. So uh, having her be pretty quick is pretty spot on. Uh, works works very, very well. Um, and then having Darth Nihilus there against a Darth Revan team is, I mean, do I need to state the obvious? He is ridiculously good because of his ability to increase the cooldowns. And they're always debuffed. Like, it's always a five turn cooldown reduction every time he AOEs. Because you can't stop it. So, uh, I I really do like Darth Nihilus a lot. I have tested a lot of different options. Boba uh, was interesting, but his damage dissipates heavily just because whenever he removes the debuffs, you know, he removes the debuffs so he gets the extra damage, but the defense is still there and it just, I don't know, it just didn't work real well. I was kind of disappointed with that. Um, I was hoping that would work better than it did. Um You have any thoughts on any of these team ideas? Uh no, not really. I just the
0: biggest thing for me has been uh not wanting to upset my mods so heavily right in the middle of starting Grand Arena and um a few other things. So now that it's started and it's all locked in, I'll have more time and opportunity, I think, to really play with it. But yeah, a lot of the times I'll mod an arena team and then forget to go and put mods on the guy I took them from. So I didn't yeah. want to do that right before Grand Arena. My mods so are I did a disaster. It, I did it with mods that weren't on people, and those obviously were not good enough. Like a lot, there were a lot of mid teen mods but those still weren't fast enough. So I'm going to have to start pulling off other teams.
1: Um, So, so I, I've been trying to make some decisions on how I feel by HK47. So I strongly, very, 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 very strongly um, argue that offense set is the way you want to go for HK, not crit damage. Definitely want to go offense Um, for multiple reasons. His AOE, I have you used HK much? Used his AOE?
0: Yeah, it's nasty.
1: Dude, when you get, because it does more damage based on the total number of debuffs. Man, that thing kicks ass. I, I mean, they will be full health with lots of protection, AOE, and they're red. It is just super awesome. It does not Crit. So, stacking up offense is really important for that. Nice thing about HK, uh, especially against the Jedi Revan teams, is he doesn't have to worry about being crit because he gains crit avoidance based on number of Jedi, so not really a problem. He's fairly survivable, hangs around really well. And so you could actually let him be a little bit slower. Something I'm going to test is putting an offense arrow on him and letting him be really slow because I... His first turn is the AoE. I want that AoE to be way later. I want to wait until Sean and Darth Revan have done their thing. Because no one bothers marking HK. Kind of pointless. It would be nice if the Jedi could go through their wave of everything they do. To where the debuffs are gone. And then Fallen Basilash come in fear everybody start getting debuffs out there and then have HK come in and you know do his thing um <laughs> HK is a beast though um like I said uh offense set offense uh offense plus really good ideas um well we talked about it when we talked about that rework
0: about how we thought yes that it just looked like he was going to be a damage dealing machine, and that has definitely come to fruition because he. Yeah. If you use that second special, Woo. you can just take out a complete, complete GK in one move. Like that's how hard oh, it yeah. is. Oh yeah.
1: So I mean, it hits for 180 to I mean, it is awesome. It is so good. Um, yeah, that thing is sweet. Uh. Like I said, I have that Zeta on him, (laughs) so he gets that 25% damage bonus. Very nice. Um, As for Bessel Sean Fallen, you have that Zeta on her. Did you notice a big difference with the Zeta versus without the Zeta? No. Okay. I am still not convinced on how Uh, good that Zeta is. Only
0: because... Only because despite having 50% potency, Mm -hmm. the debuffs will not land on the Jedi if they have tenacity up. That's
1: correct. So, Tenacity up is way more than plus 50%. Now, I will say this. The counter to the Mother Talzin team is a Bastila lead. Bastila led Jedi. They won't get plagued. They won't get debuffed. They... They won't have much of an issue with that team. So if you're starting to run into a bunch of those teams, I do think that that might be more important because yawn break. Uh because uh <laughs> Basil LaShawn gives uh tenacity up, or not tenacity up, but bonus tenacity. And the bonus tenacity, I think, is 150% or something. That fifty percent potency will cut into that heavily so it I feel like that Zeta is more of a counter to a Basilhan lead than it is anything else because I don't know how much they really need the potency
0: yeah it's 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 more of a it's not so much important now, but I can see it being important moving forward yes. Once the metas change and things like that, that will be all, having that on there will be good. Right now, it's not necessarily a Revan Zeta, a, a counter Jedi Knight Revan Zeta, but I can see it working very well against other teams, for sure. Yes. Problem is, everything's Jedi Knight Revan that doesn't have Darth Revan right now. So
1: That's true. Um. Now, I do think one thing that's interesting is what Darth Revan has done to the Jedi team. In specifically modding Grandmaster Yoda, if they got a Zeta HK, I'll be honest, I'm probably running a speed arrow and focusing a lot more on speed because I honestly, I kind of think speed becomes maybe the most important thing with Yoda. Um, may, uh, I don't know, maybe not the most important thing, but it certainly becomes exponentially more important because man, you don't want to be around without that tenacity up. That is just a just a window of death waiting for you beyond that. And, um, you know, Grandmaster Yoda, you ain't gonna stop him from going a lot. You might as well make him go even more to try and get tenacity up back up. Once it's gone. I feel like, uh, that is probably a pretty good strategy. The only, the Darth Revan teams I've, or sorry, Jedi Knight Revan teams I've struggled with using Darth Revan have had a ridiculously fast, uh you know, uh, Grandmaster Yoda. Which, like I said, I I do think that that is a counter to them to some degree. But part of the problem is once that tenacity up goes bye bye, and you can start. You know, you've already got your stacks of ferocity built up. You inflict fear. You start shocking. It is amazing how quickly it will go downhill, um, and. That is just... I love Darth Revan because of the shortness of these battles. It really is just unbelievably nice.
0: Yep, I can't wait. Once I figure out exactly what I want to do, I will be happy.
1: Well, what do you think you're going to do? What is...
0: Well, um... uh, I was saying in chat, I'm going to go back and remod my Revan... Uh, the problem with my Revan right now is that he's doesn't have a lot of speed on him because I put all the speed on Batstilla. So, And with the R2 team, I want Revan to go after R2. So I need to move the speed onto Revan and uh, go from there. Right now, I think he's at 230 speed. Oh, yeah. Which is only like not even 80, plus 80 speed on him. It's all, it was all health and uh, health and another stat I put on him. So there's a lot of remodding to do. My uh, mod strategy has not, it needs updated and it hasn't changed since I got him because I was A, gearing him, and B, trying to figure out what I wanted to do team-wise. So I'm going to go and remod him as well as uh, HK HK, I think she's fine. I did a lot of offense on him, but the, I think HK is two, two ten speed something like that. I don't know. So not bad. I think I need to work. I need to work on Batla and Revan, Obviously,
1: yeah. So, yeah. Um, the other thing I'm interested to see what happens with Darth Reven is once he gets once he's more out in the wild, if more people start getting him, he has some counters. You know, I, I think like a Emperor Palpatine lead with um, uh, with Darth Nihilus, that could be a counter. Uh, the Treya-led Triumvirate, I have seen a lot of people saying that, that works really well against Darth Revan. Of course, you know, we'll figure out Darth Revan. Things will change. We'll figure out better comps probably and modding strategies, but... Um. All in all, I, I, you know, Darth Revan has a lot more holes in his kit than Jedi Knight Revan does, so that is one thing that I, I do like a lot about this kit. Yep, I think it'll be.
0: I mean, I said I was, I said I was, you know, as expected or maybe a little worse, but. I'm sure that'll change. It's only been a week. It's just my experience has not been great with him so far. So I don't think that he's bad by any means. I just feel like the learning curve, I have not hit it yet. So, yeah, that is it.
1: That is fair. It takes some practice, man. I spent a lot of crystals refreshing battles and stuff, Um, you know, after Mm -hmm. work and whatnot, just trying to play with the team and try to figure something out because... Um, is very frustrating, and like I said, I thought it was interesting in the dev interview, they said Fallen Basila first. Um, I'm not sure why because it's her fear is not unresistable, Darth, Darth Revans is so having him go early mm-hmm. prevents the leader from doing his thing immediately, and um, maybe. I could see against other Darth Revan teams, Fallen Basla being faster becomes more important. That makes sense. Uh, But against Jedi Knight Revan, I don't see it.
0: Gotcha. Hmm. Well, how about we get another week of Revan under our belts and uh, see what happens from there.
1: I'm totally fine with that. um, Because (laughs) A lot will change this week, I assure you. Yep, for sure. All right. So, are you ready for this? I am ready. It's time for the sexy bearded duo to battle in their swoga knowledge in the most exciting trivia event in the Outer Rim. It's time for the Shattered Order Trivia. May the force be with you.
0: All right, for everyone at home, go ahead and open up Quizzes on your phone. If you have the app, if you're on a computer, open up Quizzizz.com. On your computer in Windows, Skype, Chrome, Firefox, whatever you use. Opera. <laughs> Any of you, whatever your Windows browser or whatever your internet browser is, open up bringitonquizzes.com. And here is the game code for this week. Game code is 366477. 366477. The theme this week is Sith Empire. And uh, we're going to see. How much we really know about this uh the Sith Empire faction very exciting. Here. So all right. Alright, so I'm gonna hit enter here. G and P. That is me. Let me know when you are in, and we will get this
1: rolling. I am in and ready to go. Alright, here we go. Question one. In three,
0: two, one let's see how well you know what the Sith Empire can do which of these is in Revan's leader and not a unique enemies can't inflict debuffs win stun ability block converted to ferocity when fear expires it dispels buffs Sith Empire gain 15 speed per debuff or none of the above
1: Mm. that's tough do you know what it is Nope, but
0: I got a guess, so I'm going to hit my guess and see if I'm right. Okay. And I was not.
1: So, what'd you guess? I was trying to make a sound. sad <laughs> horn. did not work. Um, I guessed the correct nah. answer, which was the bonus speed.
0: Mine was the one with ferocity. I thought ferocity was dealt with in a unique for some reason.
1: tell you what if he gave speed with his unique there would be a lot of better leader abilities
0: that is quite true which of these prevents the enemy from debuffing the sith empire fear all debuffs corrupted battle meditation any debuff inflicted by a sith empire character or none of the above
1: And you selected... Corrupted Battle Meditation. That is what I selected as well. Gold it right. Yeah. All
0: right. Question three. Which of these teams has not yet made the mainstream? Revan, Badstila, HK, BB-8, T3, Treya, Sion, Nihilus, Revan, Badstila, Revan, Badstila, HK, Talzin, Zombie, or Revan, Badstella HK, Sion, Nihilus, and none of the above
1: hmm.
0: I don't understand the none of the above on those
1: there might be a reason it's there wouldn't
0: it be all of the above wouldn't it be all of the above have made it
1: well it's saying which one has not made the mainstream
0: well then the All right.
1: none of the above would mean that they've all made the mainstream yes
0: well done. All right, I picked. What did you pick?
1: None of the above.
0: Me as well. That's why the last one confused me a little bit, because I'm like, it has to be that one, because all those teams have. Yep. All right, so. Okay, so there's a lot of different teams. Which team is reportedly cleaning up against Darth Revan? Sisters, First Order, CLS, or Ewoks? Hmm. I did not know the answer.
1: I did. I've seen a few reports of people saying huh. Not
0: bad. Alright. I picked uh night or Night Sisters, but it was CLS. I selected CLS. So, there you go. Alright. It's math time. Good night Punk zombie has twenty two thousand eight hundred and sixty nine health and forty point six percent armor. If my assassin 900, 192% crit damage Crits the, his zombie with electrocute What is the threshold physical Damage rating for my assassin To get death mark on his leader Assume 5 Sith allies and stealth <laughs> I'm glad I'm not Drinking hmm. or I might have already clicked if I was Because this is ridiculous
1: uh let's see
0: I've guessed I guessed wrong
1: uh let's see (laughs) huh I am not 100% for sure. Yeah, I got it wrong.
0: I guess the 3500 one it was 3200. Yes.
1: Much right. lower than I expected. Question
0: 6. <laughs> Only one ability inflicts five stacks of ferocity on all Sith Empire allies. Which one? Wild Lightning by Bastila, Force Storm by Darth Revan, Fear by Bastila, or Insanity by Darth Revan. I have made my selection.
1: I have made mine as well. Force Storm. That is what I selected as well.
0: We lost you for a second. Is that what you picked? Yes, 4 storm.
1: The internets are struggling. Okay. Last
0: question. Yeah, they are having a hard time right now. And it's hilarious because the music in the background behind you, I don't know what makes it do this, but whenever you're lagging, the music slows down, and, and when you come up. back, the music speeds back no. up to catch up. It's so weird. It throws me off. You sound like a chipmunk question sometimes seven. when that happens. Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) How many kinds of debuffs can Revan inflict on the enemy? Two, six, three, or four? Ooh. I had my answer, and then I added to it. Just because I thought I was off. yes I would have had it right the answer is three I picked four thinking I had forgotten one and I did not forget one I
1: almost did that same thing I knew of fear shock and buff immunity I felt like there may have been another one but I could not think of what it was so I stayed with my answer (laughs) awesome awesome well, yep.
0: I got three thousand. I so, got six thousand. Three correct, four incorrect. Yep.
1: I destroyed you. you son. Did very well. Indeed.
0: Yeah, quizzes is, is apparently your thing.
1: Quizzes is my thing. I love quizzes. This is your
0: thing, and the the old one was mine.
1: <laughs> yeah. Nice.
0: Let's hope that changes soon. <laughs> All right. Well. All right. Well, as far as we go. That is it for us tonight. We want to thank you all for hanging out with us. Thank you for listening to the show. We appreciate every one of you guys. If you have anything you want to say to us, go to discord.me slash Shattered Order and join our Discord. A lot of talk goes on there all week long. As well, if you don't have Discord, but you still want to get a hold of us, shatteredorder at gmoil.com. You can send us an email there anytime. We see it all day. And if we're awake at night, we'll see it at night. That's true. Any type of feedback you have for us for there you can send to our email and we will see it there. So you got anything left you want
1: to say there Wink? It's bedtime.
0: Yeah, time for you to go crawl so in
1: tired to the sack. Indeed.
0: All right, well everyone, thanks for hanging out and we will catch you next week on episode 143. Until then, <laughs> later.
1: You've just finished with the Shattered Order podcast. Join us next week for another round.